Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi and I am your host. And let's get right into the news. This is coming out a little bit late. This is Saturday night when I'm recording this, almost Sunday morning. And uh, I was really busy yesterday and just couldn't get to the podcast. Not because I didn't want to. It's just I was at work and we were slammed. So let's talk about some stuff first. Let's go ahead and close some of these windows so that we don't get some interference. Dun, 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 dun. All right, and then um, first thing, when I was on duty yesterday, uh, we were out and about, and we heard a fire get kicked out uh, to a building in mm, central Phoenix, right around that area, north central Phoenix. And the building is a warehouse owned by Gruber Industries, and it's used to store batteries for cars, motorcycles, and a lot of it contains lithium. And at one point, they reported... This was not on the radio. This was on the news. They reported that there were 10 Teslas in in the building. And some news outlets actually even reported that it was a Tesla factory. That's obviously not true. But there was a a substantial amount of lithium-ion batteries in there. So I don't know if they were pulling apart lithium-ion batteries for, um, like, pulling apart Model S batteries and and repurposing those, like salvaged Model, Model S. But it was a pretty insane fire, and I'll put a link in the show notes on the fire, and you can kind of see. The, um, they didn't put water on it, and the reason why you don't put water on a lithium-ion fa- uh, fire, because that goes, um, that turns into, when the water mixes with the lithium, that turns into hydrogen, and hydrogen's very explosive. So they basically just let it burn out, but it was kind of neat to see. And uh, something unique to Phoenix, I thought it was kind of cool. So take a look at that when you get a chance. I'll put, like I said, I'll put the link in the show notes here. Uh, moving on though, big week for Tesla. They had Elon Musk's TED Talk came out, and um, uh, they had their earnings announcement. So we're going to go through this as quickly as we possibly can because there's lots of lots of stuff to go through. Um, first up, this is from Fred Lambert at Electric. How many Model 3 reservations does Tesla have? The answer is we don't know, and they haven't updated their totals since May of 2016, and today we still don't know after the uh, earnings call. Elon said the number of Model 3 announced 
reservations is rising, but overall reservations for the Model S, Model X, and Model 3 is declining. And Tesla said that this is due to the Model X being brought up to, like, production-wise to something that can be managed. Um, they're, at first, they had a real problem with the Falcon Wing doors, and it was kind of the engineering on the, on the vehicle was uh, very difficult to get right. They've kind of overcome those obstacles, so the Model Xs are getting out faster. And same thing with the Model Ss. So reservations are being taken, but the cars are being built faster. So that's a good thing. Tesla's getting it all figured out. Um, and another thing is Tesla's trying to get, and we've talked about this before, Model 3 reservation holders to upgrade to an S or an X. Next story, uh, Fred Lambert. Again, all, a lot of this stuff is Fred Lambert this week. BMW and VW and Volkswagen wants Tesla's automated advanced group or Groman Industries to fulfill its contracts. BMW and, and VW had a had contracts with Groman um, for equipment to put in their um, production facilities for building the cars. And same with Bosch. This, the, the, if you don't know what this group does is they create the robots um, that build the cars or whatever they're building. They create these robots that build stuff uh, for manufacturing. And Tesla just announced that, okay, we're canceling all these contracts and we're going to go ahead and only use um, this automation group for Tesla lines and, and Tesla uh, products like the Model S, the Model 3, the Model X, and then also the batteries and the the the, the power walls and things like that. So um, BMW and VW, Volkswagen are obviously upset and they want the products delivered. Um, Bosch, like I said, is one of the the biggest companies affected by this. Uh, today, not today, recently, Tesla says that it is confirmed that it is working with clients to resolve any issues. So um, initially it sounded like Tesla was just going to leave these companies out in the cold, but it now it sounds like they're working with them to get them what they need and get Tesla what it needs so they can come to an agreement, uh, which is good. I think that's good. Let's talk about the Tesla Simbi. This is also Fred Lambert's story. The Tesla Semi is powered by a bunch of Model 3 batteries. Little, oh, excuse me. Tesla Semi is powered by a bunch of Model 3 motors and shares a lot of parts with the Model 3, which is interesting. Tesla confirmed the truck is capable of long hauls, which we thought, when we say we, I mean me, um, I thought it would be more of a, a truck that did short routes, but it said it can go long hauls didn't say exactly how long with large payloads. So we'll find out more about the Tesla Semi in September. I'm actually kind of excited about the Semi. It sounds like a lot of fun and it sounds like something cool that uh, they're putting out there. And it makes sense if they're using a lot of the same parts as the Model 3 to build this, or it says a lot in quotes. Um, it kind of makes sense. I mean, you got the parts there, you might as well use them. Now they have 400,000 Model 3s to go through. Um, so hopefully they'll build the Model 3s first, but it makes sense for Tesla to do this because there's a lot of profit margin. In okay, let's talk about the Model Y. 
The Model Y is coming somewhere in the neighborhood of late 2019 to early 2020 or late 2020, somewhere in that time frame. The general thought was, the, or at least my general thought was, the Model Y was going to be based off of the Model 3's chassis, but it turns out it's not. It's a completely different platform than the Model 3. Um, they're not going to use the 12 volt battery architecture. Uh, Elon said that that's all wrong. Uh, this is going to reduce the wiring harness um, and simplify production. And it's going to basically make the Model Y uh, a much easier car to build. So, um, you know, it's kind of interesting. I'm, I'm excited about the Model Y. I want to see what happens. I'm going to see what um, what Tesla has in store. I'm not 100% sure. Hmm. I'm not 100%. Sorry, a little piece of paper is getting blown around by a fan. With the Tesla Semi, the Model 3, the Model S, the Model X, it seems like 2019, 2020 might be a little aggressive target for the Model Y for a release date. I hope that, that they stick to that, but who knows what's going to actually, you know, happen in the end. Um, this, like I said, it's just a very aggressive um, target. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to sound like a negative person because um, I'm really looking forward to it. That the Model 3, I'd like to have a Model 3 in my garage and a Model Y in my garage. Uh, both of those cars are something that I could possibly afford, and uh, it would be a really nice thing to have, you know, the solar panels powering the electric cars and, you know, just kind of get off the, the grid. All right. Moving on from there, the solar roof production uh, was going to start. This is something Elon said in the TED Talk. The solar roof production is going to start in the next few weeks. Um, they're going to put out two tiles, uh, two of the roof tiles to start with and get that up and running. And then there'll be a, the final two will be coming soon after the initial launch. Sometime after the initial launch, I shouldn't say soon. It is unknown uh, which two they're going to start with and which two are coming soon. But uh, it's good news for everybody who needs a new roof. Uh, you can get the tra the transcript to Ted um, Elon Musk TED Talk from uh, Electric at H Castillo Castillo uh, has a transcript up there. I would suggest taking a look at it. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Elon said that Tesla may amount, uh, announce as many as four new gigafactories this year, um, but he also said two or three. It also might be two or three, but as many as four. Um, but if I'm remembering, if I'm re remembering this correctly, Tesla needs about a hundred gigafactories around the world to do what it wants to do as far as supplying enough cars, uh, supplying enough batteries for the cars and the power walls and the power packs and things like that. Let's see. Uh, Fred Lambert uh, from Electric. This was also from the TED Talk. Level 5 autonomy is about two years away. The gentleman who was interviewing Elon for the TED Talk asked him, when will we be able to basically sleep in our cars? 
and he said that that's you know it's about two hours away or two years away um sometime in november or december tesla should um uh, they're going to put a driver in a model s or model x with level five autonomy and they're going to drive from california to new york and the whole goal is for the driver not to interact with the car at any time and they have to have the driver there for safety but the goal is that you're the car is going to do all of the heavy lifting elon also reminded us and i think this is important that at the, especially early on in autonomous driving uh, it's still when if you're the driver you're still responsible for the vehicle so if you're sleeping and you get in an accident it's still your responsibility i think that's important to remember um it's it's an assistant it's not the um end all be all uh tesla created uh well they you know they had that beef with mobileye so when they parted ways tesla actually created their part of the autonomous system for the the cars in six months and there's a lot of he said she she said why they parted ways i thought it was because they were pointing each other's pointing fingers at each other for that uh, fatal car accident that happened in the east coast but it turns out it's much more nuanced than that and you can take a look at the article if you want to go into that it's kind of kind of interesting in a um tabloid sort of way i don't know that it's super important the fact is, is tesla now has you know its own um, self-driving hardware and we'll talk more about that in a second and software tesla's earnings uh, letter this further fourth quarter update let's see tesla made 2.7 billion dollars in revenue uh, they delivered 2,000 or excuse me 25,051 uh, vehicles they have four billion dollars in cash on hand they completed a tra uh, completed the transition internally to develop the autopilot system which is what we were just talking about and they're on track to start the model 3 production in July all good things right now between Tesla and SpaceX um, Elon Musk is having a great 2017 um, you know, towards the end of 2016, the rocket blew up on the, um, on the launch pad and, uh, you know, he, I don't think he had a bad 2016, but 2017 is definitely shaping up to be pretty good for Elon and the companies that he owns and runs. Um, yeah. And so one of the things that came out of the earnings call well, there's two things, and this is, these aren't in my notes, but I want to talk about them uh, real quick. Is in Elon's TED talk, he said that he's not like a superhero. He's not the savior. Um, basically, you know, don't put him up on a pedestal because he's just trying to make the world a place that makes him less sad when he looks into the future, which sounds fantastic because I can completely identify with that. But we, as fans and all that good, whatever you want to call us, fan boys, girls, fan people, fan, it's got to be a better word. Um, we tend to deify people like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs, and really, we probably shouldn't. And that probably puts a lot of pressure on them. But he said, I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not a savior. I'm just trying to make the world 
when I look forward, I'm just trying not to be quite so sad and where the world's going, which makes a lot of sense. And I applaud him for that. Um, and then what's the other? Oh, and the other thing is the, the, he said that the naming convention for the Model 3 ended up being a mistake. And the reason why is the Model 3 was supposed to be the Model E. But Ford said that if you use the word the Model E, we will sue you because Ford owns that trademark. So Tesla's like, okay, we'll do the Model 3. Well, what how it's turned out is people identify the Model 3 as the third version of the Tesla, which technically would be the fourth if you count the, the Roadster. But um, Elon said that it's not. It's, it's a car that will have a lot of the same technology as the Model S as far as autonomous driving and things like that. But all of the features, the S will be the nicer car of the two, which makes sense. It costs more. It should be nicer. And um, the, and over the earnings call that I listened to today, they mentioned that several times, and I think that's important. Um, there's no way that you're going to get a $35,000 car, and it's going to be nicer than a car that starts at $70,000. I think we just need to set our expectations realistic. On the other side, um, part of this... Um, might be Tesla's fault a little bit in that uh, the design center, the upgrades, we don't know a whole lot about the Model 3 in general. So because the, the it's basically just full of rumors and people want to believe that it's going to be, you know, the, the, the Jeepest car. And I don't know that it's going to be. It's going to be a fantastic car. And I definitely want to buy one when it comes time for me to buy a new car. But it's not going to be you know, as nice as a Model S. And having driven that Model S a few weeks ago, that's a super nice car, even a 2013, without all the bells and whistles that today's cars have. Um, another thing that I thought was interesting that came out of the earnings call was that every uh, service vehicle, loaner vehicle, is if you're taking your Model X in, like your base Model X 70 or whatever, you get a model x 100d performance ludicrous mode the whole thing you get whatever the best car that tesla makes at the time you get that car and you their goal is for you to really you know want that next level and i think that's a good idea and also it's just kind of a nice little way to spoil your customers because even like i've i've gotten loaner cars before um, where it, they weren't even as close, they weren't even close to as nice as the car that I normally drive and they smell like cigarettes and all that other stuff. So then that kind of sucks. And uh, so I appreciate that they're going above and beyond and getting the, the nicer of the, the cars, but um, nicer version of the car that you'd already drive. But let's talk about um, the boring company. So I need to make a correction. I said that the boring um, that when you're underground in the, and you're going on the, uh, the um, underground, if you're going through the underground tunnels, I said that, that you could go 200 miles per hour on that little sled. Turns out it's, it's 130, mile, 130 miles per hour and 200 kilometers per hour, so I made the mistakes. So I want to make that correction. But in the TED Talk, and everybody should go and watch it. I'll put the link in the show notes. But in the TED Talk, Elon talks about how he's going to make that cheaper and that's one of the things that Elon and the people that work with him work for him have really done a good job 
with is making things you know more affordable and easy to scale well i was going to play the video but apparently the setup i have isn't going to let me do that tonight and it is 12:40 a.m and i still got to record another podcast and do some other stuff before i go to bed so i'm going to put the video in the show notes please go and watch it it's really good and super entertaining elon is charming as always um and then let's start talking about how to contact me uh Last week we had a significant increase in you and listeners, and I appreciate it. If you're a new listener, thank you very much for listening. Um, here's how you can contact me. You can go to Bodie at 918digital.com. That's my email. I'm at 918digital on Twitter. I saw a pretty significant amount of increases in Twitter followers. So if you follow me on Twitter, say hello, please. Um, Let's see, I have regular conversations with some of the people who do listen to the show and follow me on Twitter. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you can give me a call, 918-401-0071. Leave a message, and I will put you on the show. Uh, kilowatt. I have another podcast called Snap, where I talk about video games and Nintendo stuff. You can leave a review wherever you get your favorite podcast. That would really help. And then I have iOS stickers, and if you like stickers on iMessage, check it out. It's in the show notes. And that's it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to the show. Next week, um, I'm either going to have to record early or I'll have to record on Saturday again because I've got some things going on Thursday and Friday. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for continuing to be a listener. Thank you for Thank you to all new listeners, and I hope everybody has a great week.